That one winning ticket sold at the small store here in downtown LA, here at Las Palmitas. Have they found it yet? Have they found the person? I didn't see anything. Nobody oh. ID'd. I, you know what? If it were you, I would go into hiding. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's oh, no yeah. way I'm coming forward. You're not. Ga- Why would you go to the store? You don't go to this. Maybe in California, it's different. Don't you go to the lottery office to turn in your ticket? Yeah. Oh, I think it's all the same there. Sure. Yeah, so why would you go to this little store? All I know is when I was in California last time, I bought a lottery ticket and we won 25 bucks. So I brought it to, you know, go change it. And they were like, you got to go back to California. I was like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> I was like, nah. Okay, nah, forget nah. about it. I sent it to my nephew and said, here, enjoy. <laughs> go cash it in. But there no. is a there is a contingent of media outside this little. It's it's a, it's a hole in the wall place downtown L.A. There is a there is. It looks like they're ready for a massive press conference. They're waiting for. They want to talk to the owner of the store. And then they're probably going to ask the owner, "Do you have video?" Yeah, of right. whoever it was that bought the ticket, because they know when the ticket was bought, exactly what time, and obviously what store. So that's probably what they're looking for. Is and and I, if I were the owner, I'd be like, "No, no video of it. Sorry, not releasing it to you. Yeah. You got to keep this person. Yeah. You know, they got to be." Anonymous, because if not, the world's going to want money from them. I think I'd keep the store closed today. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. I, I'm going to make a, a million bucks for selling this ticket, so I can afford to take a couple of days off. Because who's going to be there? Some part timer that works behind the counter. I don't know anything. Yeah. yeah, well, it's just like that other store that was in South California last time, Southern California. They all parked outside. Right. And it was like no one showed up. I mean, the owner showed up and was all excited they were having a party. But mm. other than that, the winner's not going to go there. So I never quite understood why do they go to the store. I don't know. I'm with you. Uh, I don't hear you. Mm. Uh, there was an event at Bedminster last night, Mar-a-Lago North, as we like to call it, where President Trump with some exclusive friends showed the Sound of Freedom movie. That's pretty wild. And who was in the audience? Some impressive people. Some heavy hitters, of course, from the movie, Jim Caviezel. Um, you had the real... Uh, Tim Bullard, the guy that actually was, you know, it was his story in the movie. And uh, then Trump got up and t- he talked about it after. Just wanted to thank you all. That was unbelievable acting. And Tim, what a job you did. Wow. And they had, uh, boy, with all the free showings with this thing, I think it's it's actually beating Indiana Jones, the new movie. I think it would be making a lot more movie if they weren't giving away so much free. They're still giving away tickets to this thing. Right. And then, you know, it may take a hit this week because of the Barbie Oppenheimer oh, thing sure. going on. Right. But still, it's going to be there. Uh, and, and what's amazing, I have not seen it, and, and I probably won't see it, to be quite honest with you. The subjects, uh, you know, the message I understand, subject a little intense for me. Uh, I'm banking on you seeing it, Bill, and I will live it vicariously through you. But everybody I know that has seen it, mostly women, by the way, yeah, that's have true. all said it's the most impactful movie they've ever seen in their lives. Very interesting. Yeah, I'm with you. Mostly women that I know have seen it. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm ashamed of myself. I haven't gone yet. I've had an insane week and a half, but uh, I mean to and I will. I have to gear myself up for the subject matter because it's so gross, but yeah. it's important to expose it. And and from what I gather, it it all ends well, you know, yeah. but it shows what this Tim Bullard guy does and his wife. He worked for Homeland Security and he saw all this happening with the, you know, human trafficking mainly with children and then he said when he left his job, he said that, he goes I knew there were still hundreds of kids out there. I was going to save each, each and every one of them. And and he and his wife single-handedly are trying to shut down these horrific organizations across the globe. Would this have made as much of an impact on the issue if it wasn't a true story? 
No. I don't think so either. No. That's what gets you is it, this really happened. It happens. I think it's because, you know what, we, we put our heads in the sand regardless of what, whether or not you, you want to believe that. No one wants to believe that children are being sold to creepy people across the globe right. for sexual activity. I mean, who, who wants to hear that? You don't think that. I mean, you, know, you have your own kids. You love them. You adore them. You give them whatever they need. And, and you think that that would never happen in my life. That doesn't happen here. You never know. It could be happening up the street. Some kid disappears and they, they never find the kid. You don't know where the kid went. Could it's, be one of these traffickers. It's like something so horrible it's almost unbelievable. Yeah. It's, Which it's, is why he made the movie. It's just, just, you know, these kind of people, though, what happens to them when they catch them? Do they, like, you know, shoot them in the street? Because eh, that's well, what I'd do. Well, it's oh. what they reveal, too, and what they're getting at is larger organizations that are untouchable that are, that are behind this. It's terrible. In other news, and much better... Well, better for Netflix. Boy, Boy, was that a smart move to crack down on password sharing. You know, it makes me wonder, was it like all of a sudden they went to like, you know, Indiana University and found out that one password was being used in 17 different dorms. (laughs) I'm like, they they obviously had a way of tracking how it was done. So they, you know, they cracked down and said, you know what, if you're going to share your password, we're going to charge you. And then all of a sudden, everybody in my house, I know at least five of my kids' friends had our password. Oh, I had, when Coley was at UCF, it was the entire dorm. And they they were working on one. But one of them told me, she said, I went to use your password. They shut me down. They Uh said, a message came up that basically says, we know you're using a shared password. Uh They're not supposed to have unless you're paying for it. Uh, It worked out for Netflix because how many new uh, subscribers did they get? Six million. Yeah, sweet, huh? Yeah. They knew what they were doing. They're smart. Yeah, smart people. They they got us. Mm -hmm. We got rapid fire. That's free. Coming up next, we'll let you know what's going on in the world and more. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. All the news you need to know, we think. So right now, Jen's got the first one kicking it off. Well, remember the max exodus uh, during COVID? It was, what, New York, California, New Jersey? Still happening. Still happening. People bailing. Well, get ready for that to start September 18th, if not sooner, for the entire state of Illinois. Really? Why would you say? Yeah, why? Sheriffs and police officers across the state are embracing for what they call the worst, the worst crime bill in the world. It, on September 18th, cashless bail yep. becomes law across the state. It's amazing that this even got this far, but it should be a lesson to everybody that you should get involved with city councils, school boards. Don't just let it go by the wayside. This is how they get away with this kind of stuff. Okay. And, and it's and, tearing society apart. Okay. And if you don't think this is going to have an effect, okay, just look at the Portland killer right now that's, that they just said was a serial killer, these four women in Portland. He was released early because of COVID. And he had a rap <laughs> sheet that was a mile long. <laughs> Isn't that nice? And it didn't have anything to do with, I mean, it's similar. He didn't have to pay cash to get out. But I mean, because they were afraid COVID was going to spread in prison. Let's get rid of all of these crazed people, these hardened criminals, <laughs> and release them back. Back into society so they can go back out and, and kill people. And those that needed some mental health treatment. Right. Wandering around out there because because of COVID. A ridiculous COVID. reaction in how we handled this virus has changed the fabric of our country. Right. You remember, I think it was a couple days ago, Bill, you had the story about uh, In-N-Out Burger, how they're requiring oh, yeah. their employees not yep. to wear masks. Like right. That's a requirement. 
then we were talking about what was the one big overreaction we're going to look back on and say, wow, I can't believe we did that. I think that's the one. Yeah. You know, we talked a lot about, you know, closing beaches and parks and things like that and forcing masks on two-year-olds and all the stupidity that went around then. But... To let out prisoners because they had COVID. And they that's, weren't like, that's they were, something that had the worst effect. Yeah. Because we're it, still seeing it now. And it wasn't like somebody who got caught with a couple of joints. I mean, these are people. This guy tried to kill a police dog. I mean, he was not a nice man. He had a crime sheet that was like spanned like 10 years. They were emptying prisons because of COVID. Because of a virus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As if they are their priority. So, I'm just telling there you, you people are going to be bailing out of Illinois starting, oh, well, right. it's September 18th is when it hits, but I'm sure long before then. That's an interesting one, too, because it's middle of the country, and you know that a lot of Californians go to Texas, Arizona. We found it here as well. Where do most of the Illinois folks go? Indiana. Indiana? I don't know. If I'm leaving, I'm going someplace <laughs> warmer than Indiana. They're just going to neighboring states. I don't know where they... But just think of what happens to Chicago. I think a lot of them come here. I think we're going to get an, a, a lot of really? Midwest influence and influx here, just like we did for New York. Hmm. Now, be prepared. Write the day down, wow. September 18th. All right. Speaking of states, we've got some information. We know that California, downtown L.A., little hole-in-the-wall place, sold a one-winning ticket for a billion-dollar Powerball jackpot. Now we know that there were lesser prizes, tickets found in... Number one, Florida. Woohoo! We don't know the town yet. We're working on that. Also, Rhode Island. Could be my brother. Could be my cousins. Could be. It might be you in Florida. I doubt it. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's they, go. I only look when they say, like all of us, and they say, somebody who bought a ticket in yeah. wherever you bought it. And I went, oh, I bought my ticket there. Then I'll look. Mm-hmm. And where's the other state? There's another third state. Oh, there. I, I, I was looking to help you out here. Hold yeah, on. We'll I got to go out. back. Uh, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Ah. So. I don't know. We'll find out where in Florida the thing was sold. Oh, we will. We will track this down. Because all three of us live in Florida and all three of us have tickets. That's right. There's a vested interest. That's that's right. Yeah, $2 million. I'll take it. Yeah. Absolutely. So, Bill, I'm sorry to tell you this. What happened? The OnlyFans model who was... who was competing in a boxing match? They banned her. Did you see her? I did. Why? What Jen, did she some, do? I don't know what the tournament was. It was a boxing tournament of must have been social media stars. She's very attractive. Won her match. She decided to go topless at the end of it. No. So is that what she does on OnlyFans? I would well, imagine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't think she's playing Yahtzee. So <laughs> <laughs> there's a thing called kingpin boxing. Pin with P Y N. Okay. Way, of course, it has to be something different because it has to be cool. So kingpin boxing is something that I guess they get influencers and they do these boxing tournaments and they had this OnlyFans model star or whatever. Her name is Daniela Hemsley. And what happened was she won her first match. It was this tournament and she was going to be fighting in this final match for the championship of Only <laughs> OnlyFans models or something. But after she won... She picked up her sports bra in celebration and flashed the crowd. Oh, started jumping up and down. Oh, oh yeah. boy. Okay. Now, now she's banned. <laughs> Which is funny because it's like, what did you think you're gonna get? You it's, have only you know what she got? Boxing. A million more only sure fans did. subscribers. She is blowing That's up. What she got? She gets what she wanted. Yeah. Doesn't have to fight anymore. She doesn't knows have to exactly train anymore. What she was doing. Yeah. And somebody put her up to it too. Otherwise, how would we ever talk about this tournament? So she says that is she, she pretty. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. She says that she told the promoter that she was going to do it, and they okayed it, because what her claim is, is that she had tassels on, but the tassels came off when she pulled up <laughs> her sports bra, because it, like, stuck to the sports bra. That's what she says. 
Wow. Regardless. And the world is happy the tassels didn't <laughs> stick. I'm just saying. And so is she because uh, <laughs> her OnlyFans account is doing yeah. very well these days. Best it free was... promotion of all time. Yeah, For the I, tournament, too. I do like that. Well what, planned. What a crazy thing. What a world we live in, I swear. <laughs> what a world we live in. You want to feel even older than in the world we live in? Do you remember Honey Boo Boo? Little oh, Alana Honey Boo Boo oh, Thompson from Toddlers and Tierras. Go, go, Juice, go, make me win. They were in the pizzle for a while, by the way. Yeah, they were. When they, <laughs> that, right. reality, that show has been on the air forever. That, that woman has reinvented herself, go, go, remarried, living with different people. Anyway, little uh, Honey Boo Boo on her way to Regis University in Denver, Colorado. She's going to college? She's going to college. Uh, that's excellent. I'm glad. That makes me happy because I had my doubts that that kid was going to make it past like 12 with all the sugar they were giving her. Uh, well, I'm just I'm just surprised. I'm happy for her. That's great. I'm just surprised. I thought she was still 10. Yeah, that's the like, thing. I mean, <laughs> she's older. Oh, my gosh. Uh, she wants to become a neonatal nurse. So good for wow. her. But I think she's probably the first one in that family is going to college. Awesome. So, I think that's great, actually. I'm glad she survived that uh, that craziness that oh, her mother was putting her through. With the, with the the famous Go Go Juice episode, if you ever watched that show, it was this. She would do the little kid beauty pageants. The the mom would give her this drink of some something, and she started drinking it. She started shaking. She goes, "Go Go Juice, come make me win!" Oh my god! It, it was it was all sugar and caffeine. Oh, it was no. like the equivalent of like 25 coffees. It was, so it was crazy. Yeah. My God! I. But anyway, at least at least the kid got away from. I don't know. I'm Mama sh- June, right? Mama, Mama June. June. That was it. Mama was June, and then Mama June lost all that weight, and she left yeah. the guy with no teeth, and wow. then she found a new guy. I don't know. It's horrible. They all that, came out good in the end. So that's that's nice. story's crazy. Well, uh, a little closer to home, a Broward County jury is uh, agreeing on an eight hundred thousand dollar verdict. Wow. Who lost? McDonald's lost. Really? And the franchise owner, Upchurch Foods. Uh, the case stems from an incident back in 2019. A four-year-old girl was burned when she dropped a hot chicken McNugget. Ouch. That can, uh, you know how hot they could be. <sighs> yeah. And uh, hot oil. It was at a drive-thru, and uh, the jury decided, yeah, uh, actually the, uh, the franchisee and the place was responsible. However, the family was asking for $15 million. Yo. Yeah, they weren't going to get that much. That's, but still, you know, and the kid's scarred for life, probably. Yeah. So. Wow, how about that? It's a lot no. of money, though. Yeah, it is. Watch well, out for those nuggets. McDonald's pays out a lot, don't they? We always hear about these stories about people suing McDonald's. Can you just I, imagine with, uh, you know, whether they're corporate-owned or the franchisees, the lawyers that are involved with a franchise that's that big? They must just have, like, oh. a settlement fund put aside. Cash I mean, on hand. Without so. a doubt. Yeah. Sure. Well, look at any big entity. Look at Disney World. I bet yeah. you Disney World's got 50 grand sitting in a safe at all times yeah, for anybody oh, yeah. that falls down in one of their parks. Probably. And, oh, my God. Yeah. You know? Got to own the haunted mansion. That's why they have so many false cases, too, right? Right. That's true. So I'll finish off with this, guys. It's a good day for Tiger Woods. Why? Is Is he playing golf again? No, not yet. But remember the story about his ex where she was suing him? Oh, God, she was suing him for, like, millions. Well, his ex-girlfriend, Erica Herman, she said she was suing him because she said that, you know, I guess she was, like, locked out of the house and it was all these different things about it. It was, like, a bad breakup. Well, the judge... Has dismissed the case. Oh, really? That is really good news for him. That's great news for him. The suit sought damages in excess of $30 million she was suing him for. Yeah, she said she had an agreement that she could stay in the house if they broke up for five years. And he said they were going on a vacation. She said, I went to the airport. I came back and the locks had been changed on the house. That's exactly it. And she she said that she claimed that Tiger violated the Landlord-Tenant Act. 
by using what she called trickery to get her out of their home. Trickery? Yeah, it's what she said. I know, right? It's his house. Now, they said the dismissal is pending the, you know, appeal for the judge's ruling, blah, 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 blah. But well, they, they dismissed news. it. And they said the NDA was signed in August of 2017. I guess she, they had, a, you know, this non-disclosure agreement together. But she says it's invalid and unenforceable. It's well, not her, fair. Her, her actions since she got dumped proved that he needed, a, a, you know, an agreement. Yeah. Smart to sign to have an wow. NDA. You have to when you have that much money. Oh, you just you just have to. How about that? They dismissed the lawsuit. She was suing him that for all that money. That is good news. You're right. Yeah. He must be doing, uh, you know, a dance around his house <laughs> today. Gonna, I would be. <laughs> he's going to have a good round of golf today. Buying wow, his lawyer's lunch. Him. Lunch on Tiger. How about that. <laughs> Powerball update. We'll try to narrow down where in Florida the $2 million prize was. It was the one winning ticket in uh, California. And uh, we've got this as well. The lovers and haters of Jason Aldean's Try That in a Small Town. Got a lot of support. But it's amazing how much backlash from entertainment he's getting on this song. I was surprised. It's amazing. And one of them I really like. All right, that that, oof, that, that thing shot up to number one, too. Good yeah. for him. Yeah. All right, that more next, the self Loader Morning Show. Keep it here. That one winning ticket sold at the small store here in downtown L.A., here at Las Palmitas. No, there's a scene outside that store waiting for that thing to open up in California in their early morning hours. But now we're finding out. We didn't track down the town yet, but now we know... Some $2 million ticket was sold in Florida. Yeah, one in Rhode Island. i got to call my brother. And the other in Pennsylvania. That's all we know. So there's something rolling around in the state. Hold on to your tickets, as they always say. Yeah, now I'll go to the machine and I'll run it through 17 times to make sure when it says, sorry, not a winner, that it's not lying to me. And then go to the kid as well. No, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not a winner. Try it again. You know, it's interesting, though, that now that it prints out, sorry, not a winner, because how many people didn't believe them yeah. when they'd say, uh, not a winner? <laughs> you know, right. Now they get the music. <laughs> it's like, okay, now Still the Still not enough to convince <laughs> me. <laughs> but, but then everybody knows you won, and you sit there and you think, how much did this person just win? Yeah. And, you know, you could get robbed leaving the store, for goodness sakes. Especially in L.A., so the... Jeez. That's the uh, that's the situation there. We'll find out when they find out who that one might be. One person too, Can and not imagine? a group rise. I don't Jeez. know. All right, this has uh, become a fascinating story for uh, well, good reasons and bad reasons. Jason Aldean's number one song on iTunes. Right, try that in a small town. We'll try that in a small town. It's an anti-crime song about some of the stuff we've seen. We were just talking about that last right. segment about you know emptying the prisons and the violence on the streets. It's undeniable. It's happening. The summer of 2020 riots that happened that they're trying to just make people forget about. Yeah, it's it's all actual news footage. He didn't make any of it up. He just, you know, they, his whatever, whoever put the video together, got the actual, you know, video footage from, you know, all the networks or wherever, whatever source of news information he got. It was all true. He didn't lie about anything. No. And this is how it really gained in notoriety. CMT decided to ban it. Same company that runs MTV. You've seen some of those videos? Yeah, well, yeah. That's okay, though, on MTV, Bill. Well, Not got, on CMT. He's got a lot of support, including from one Donald J. Trump on Truth Social yesterday. He said, Jason Aldean's a fantastic guy. Just came out with a great new song. Support Jason all the way, MAGA. Also, Don Jr. Yep. supported him. Yep. Our governor supported him. Uh, Roseanne Barr, no excitement there, but you, you would understand that. His wife, of course. Did you see what Roseanne Barr tweeted? <laughs> Jason's next song should be about virtue signaling white women freaking out over a country song while blasting gangster rap in their luxury SUVs as they drop their kids off at school. <laughs> She's absolutely right. I mean, come on, it's all right there. I know, you listen to some of that gangster rap, the, the words in those songs, it's horrific. And then she's now, right. listen to some of the critics. 
Some yeah. of them you'll probably like, but how clueless is this? Let's remember what the content of the song is, right? Right. He's pointing out lawlessness in crime. Never once made it a racial issue. They've nope. accused him of pro-lynching? Huh? Yeah. Oh, that because he, as a matter of fact, it's because of where it was filmed in front of that courthouse in Columbia, Tennessee. It's called God's the Maury Clause, whatever it's called. But it's been like in a million other shows and movies. He said it wasn't his choice. He said, I didn't I didn't pick that that structure to do the video in. It was the video company said this would be a great backdrop. Cheryl Crow had some things to say. Mm. She said, Jason, I'm from a small town. There's nothing more small town or American about promoting violence. You should know better than anyone having survived a mass shooting. Okay. Promoting violence, huh? Was he that's a clueless thing, Cheryl. Boy. She also said it was lame. What is wrong with her? I used to like Cheryl Crow. Yeah. Stop it, Cheryl Crow. By the way, was J- wasn't Jason Aldean? Was he the one on stage in Vegas? Yeah, he might have been. I don't know. I think so. Who's Margot Price? I have no idea. Called him a clown. So what else do you all expect from a man who wore blackface in 2015? He did? Halloween photo. I got. Allegedly, Gosh. I don't know. The mayor of Columbia, Tennessee, with a video was shot, says he respects the artist's freedom, but is hopeful the next music video using his downtown will seek a more positive message. Then what? Po- you know, po- uh, pointing out the, the the things that are actually happening on the streets that, so, that they're trying to, you know, f- make everybody forget about? So all these people that are saying all these horrific things, what did they say when they actually saw this video as it was unfolding on any news station across the country? It was, was, was that racist and was that promoting violence because NBC showed it? On national news or CBS or ABC or Fox or CNN or MSNBC, yeah. wherever you're watching. Yeah, but then they called it most be, mostly peaceful protests. Remember, as oh, buildings right. buildings are burning and cars were, uh, yeah. police cars are being toppled in the background. But that's mostly peaceful. Peaceful. Who is but the, don't you dare point that out. All yeah. of a sudden, you're uh, you're a bad person, they say. Mm. Who was the mayor had to move? Remember, because they were trying to burn down the building he was in? Was that Portland's move? I think that, that was the Portland guy. He was also the one that was attacked downtown when he was walking finally with the police. And then he got attacked and he had to go run into the, the police department. That's, yeah. <laughs> that was great. They had to save him. Okay. <laughs> all righty. Yeah. They, they, but you didn't complain and say that was racist or no, that was evil and that was promoting crime. No. Yeah, why? I just don't get it. Why is it when you show something that actually took place that it's a bad thing? Because it doesn't suit their agenda and it happened in their cities. By them, I mean the Democrats. Okay, well, you know what? And all, and all these other artists that are just, you know, they, they attack somebody who's pointing out, you know, something that's really happening. Change your laws. I'm telling you, you think Illinois is bad now? That story mm-hmm. we just did in Rapid Fire, that that cashless bail system hits across the state, first one in the nation, and they're going to be bailing like rats on a sinking ship. I guess we're not supposed to say that, huh? Cheryl, oh. Crow, Cheryl Crow would be mad. Sorry, Cheryl. <laughs> God. I'm not staying in a state where there's no bail. Uh, believe it or not. Big NFL news that just broke this morning about a really? certain team. Oh, yeah, we got that to talk about. And uh, closer to home, Port St. Lucie just had the biggest fentanyl bust in that city's history. I love the fact that they called the guy the candy man. Oh, boy. That's scary. The drug is scary. That some better news, too. Coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. That one winning ticket sold at the small store here in downtown L.A., here at Las Palmitas. Boy, what a scene that place is already. It's like every camera in the western part of the country is outside that little bodega. Yeah, but I'm trying to figure out why do they go there? Because they, they want to talk to the owner? 
Uh, yeah, I think so because they're not going to find the ticket owner or yeah. owners. Yeah, but do you think the owner's going to like give up who the you know owners? They're going to say how does it feel to win a million dollars? Because that's probably what they got. I don't know. <laughs> the owner's selling like, the ticket. The guy's trying to stay anonymous. He's like, it was Bob Jones. Here's his cell phone number. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the video. Here he uh, is. Come on. I don't know. But uh, one ticket, which is kind of shocking for a billion dollar. Maybe it is one guy. I don't know. God, you can only hope it's like a bunch of people that work at. Remember, remember that there was that one time it was a bunch of factory workers. Yeah. They, they worked the overnight shift. They all made like seven bucks an hour. I was like, good for them. Uh, yeah, but remember what they all did? They all quit. Oh, the guy right. had to shut down the factory. That oh, stinks. Well, it wasn't his fault. They won. God, <laughs> that's a that's a drag. Yeah, but he poor gonna... guy lost all of his employees. It wasn't his fault. All right. Well, okay. <laughs> there was a bad side to that story, Jeez. but still, the people people like that, you know, I get excited for because then you know, you know, they really need the money, and it's exciting. Yeah. I Hopefully. hope this guy in California is like some guy that's that's like homeless, not his own fault. He's just you know, he's run of bad luck, and he's what are you gonna do with the money? I'm gonna run for. Governor and oust Gavin Newsom, <laughs> be nice. who, who put me in this position. <laughs> so there's uh, lesser tickets, by, and I think they're each two million, right? There, yeah, there is one in Florida somewhere. We're trying to find out where. Rhode Island and Pennsylvania too. Yep. And there's other ones that are like are worth fifty bucks and stuff like that. So ah. hey, I won ten. I'd be excited. Yeah. Let's. We'll, we shall see. We'll go run them by. But uh, tomorrow night's uh, Mega Millions is what seven twenty yeah, right now. Exactly. So. That could be that could go to a billion too if it keeps rolling over. I think it might. I think you're right. Now that it's a paltry twenty million for Powerball, no one's going to buy that ticket. Ha! The joke. <laughs> we've got uh, we got some big news in Port St. Lucie. The Pizzle. This <sighs> is this was pretty historic. We just saved potentially ten thousand people from an overdose. Situation. And this drug doesn't discriminate. Okay, it doesn't discriminate based on race. Doesn't discriminate based on age. And talking about you know what fentanyl. Isn't it amazing? Yep. You know, there were there were two separate stories, but the one that stuck out was uh, this uh, police chief there, uh, Ken Mascara, the sheriff, was saying they called this guy the Candy Man. Ugh. He sold all kind. He said he, he. And by the way, this is right near your house too, on Gatlin Boulevard. There, Diener. Did you go see the Candy Man? No. It gosh. was the exotic snacks store. On Gatlin. He said he's owned it for 18 oh, months. He that started, sounds like a place you want to go to. He started selling coke and marijuana out of it, he said, because of the bad economy. And then next thing you know, it turned into fentanyl pills. 10,000 of them is what they gathered yesterday. 10,000 fentanyl pills. It's enough fentanyl that could have killed everybody in three Treasure Coast counties. You believe that? This is how dangerous this stuff it's, is. It's horrible. I, it, what amazes me is... So does this guy face charges, uh, other than the drug charges, of being a potential, you know, uh, attempted murder? Because had oh, anybody maybe. gotten their hands on all of these drugs, they would have been dead. Yeah. Uh, what'd you say? 600,000 lethal doses, apparently. That's... that's also, but that's not all. He's going to triple the offer. Uh, 11 and a quarter pounds of cocaine. Oh, great. Eight pounds of marijuana. 58 pounds of lean, also known as purple drank. Which is a codeine and meth mixture. I don't say I don't even know what that is. Fifteen grand in cash, four firearms. Just a He's a fine upstanding young man, isn't he? Just a saint. Wow. That's a big bust though. Good work out of them with their Yay, uh, getting that crap out of the street. I have heard from some pretty reliable sources there is not a powder drug that exists in this country right now. Not one. Nothing in any form that is not laced with fentanyl. Wow. Stay away from That's it. That's horrifying. And they were saying, too, if you buy your drugs like, like pharmaceutical drugs from like a pharmacy in Mexico, 
don't do it because that's all laced with fentanyl as well. Oh. And that's pharmaceutical grade stuff that you're paying for. Oh, gee, like you know, over, like uh, mail order stuff. Yeah, or you know, you, maybe you can't afford the cancer drug that you take, and you can buy it from a, you know a, a pharmacy in Mexico legally, oh. legal drugs, and that they say most of that is is laced with fentanyl. So here you are thinking you're going to get your you know cancer drug or whatever drug it is that you're buying in a Mexico, and saying you know you die from it because it's got fentanyl in it. Extremely scary. I, it's good work I, out of the cops though. I nice hope job. they shut these people down. In better news, well, I think it's better. It's especially better for this particular fan base. I don't usually have a lot of breaking NFL news during the show, but we got it early today from Adam Schefter, who's a very reliable source. The Washington Commanders are set to be sold. The the, the approved sale will happen today. Woohoo! That's a big deal. That was a yeah, because remember there were a couple of groups that were up for buying it. So, but it, that that was a lot of money. For that team, right? Oh, it's into the billions, whatever the heck it is. That's crazy. So this is from uh, Dan Snyder and his wife to a guy named Josh Harris. So he's, this is rare too then. The single owner now? Usually it's, oh, gi- it's yeah. giant consortium groups and you know other NFL stars get involved. I guess this is a, uh, this is a single owner with, wow. his, with his investors, but it's still it's him as the main owner. Wow. They are, boy, you talk about a long-suffering fan base. That was formerly great. I mean, decades of just ineptitude and bad stuff and bad reputation. They had to go through the name change. I was going to say, does he get to change the name again, please? Oh, that would be great. Wow. He would be a hero if he did that. Nobody likes that name. They are now saying that there's going to be a pep rally on the field tomorrow. Well. One o'clock. <laughs> to celebrate the Josh Harris group from taking over. Okay. Oh, maybe you'll get rid of them, that name, because that's a stupid name, the Commanders. It, it, they had so many better choices. Oh, they did. It was like, why would you pick that? I know. Wow. He, uh, he, did they really pay $6 billion for that team? Wow. I believe it, because I think it's the stadium, you know, wow. the team itself. They get all the wow. NFL, NFL revenue sharing. I don't know what the guy does, this Josh Harris guy does, but... He's loaded. Oh, he's, I'm sure it's in like money management or something, or yeah. it's always one of those kind of guys, the money kind of guy. Good for him. Well, good. I hope he changes changes the name. I do too, because that's not a very that's not a very nice. So what was the one we liked? Red Red Tails. I like Red Tails. They had they had some other ones they could have gone with. Commanders. It's so generic. Even the Senators was better than that. For goodness sakes. Yeah. Like so pick something different, would yeah. you? Anyway, we shall see. Hey, speaking of money, by the way, I just saw this pop up. You know, we've been talking about that Sound of Freedom movie, which is uh, the anti-trafficking, human and kid trafficking movie. Right. There's uh, a site called Election Wizard. They have just posted this, that it is made now at the box office $100 million. It's more than Harrison Ford. That's a that's a <laughs> successful movie that's, by any measure. That's, that's a huge, especially nowadays. I know. You know, I mean, they're saying, even put it this way, they're saying after four days of this weekend with Barbie, that's going to make $150 million. Yeah, right. And that's a major, major production movie with a lot of money behind it promoting it. This is a word-of-mouth film. And that's they, incredible. They, I still see it. I just saw it again this morning on Twitter and Facebook. I think Instagram, too. That Angel Studio that makes the movie, they're giving away a lot of tickets. Wow. If they didn't have give away so much, I wonder how much they would have made. Well, it's all in the promotion, but still, everybody yeah. I know, and the, the interesting part, everybody I know that has seen it is a woman. I don't know of any men who have seen this, uh, at least my friends. Yeah, me too. It's it. funny. They're all women. Yeah. Hmm. And they all say the same thing. It's impactful. Yeah, have to sure. see it. I know a lot of men have seen it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying in my inner sure. circle, it's, it's, no, it's, it's all women. Though. They, um, you know how much this movie costs? I just saw this stat come across there. Seven million. Fifteen million, actually. Really? Wow. Yeah. 
in 2018. It's been done since 2018, by the way. That's right. It took them that long. That should just go to show you, too. Why how did many it take so long? They well, wanted out. 20th Century Fox was uh, bought, wow. and you know who bought them? Disney. And they shelved it. You're kidding me. No. And they find, they won the rights to distribute it on their own and get to some movie distribution, and here we are. Wow. They kept on fighting to get this thing released. A lot of powerful What's people. What's up with, with Disney? They, as people have, you know, influences over these powerful companies or CEOs or whatever it is. But I, uh, but, Things that okay. go on behind the scenes. So, so the question begs. Why would you try to squash the release of this film? Well, it might have been also it wasn't part of it may not that may not have been like any kind of an agenda. It might have just been they probably squashed a lot of movies and they just said, No, we're only gonna promote Marvel and all this other stuff. I don't know. I don't know. But Interesting. Uh, an amazing, amazing story. What a comeback. Wow. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we've got uh, more on the IRS whistleblowers from yesterday. That was pretty amazing. Well, they got all the evidence they need now, don't they? Boy, do they ever. And you mentioned uh, you mentioned Barbie a couple of seconds ago. You ready for astronaut Barbie? Boy, what? Are they, they're profiting on all the Barbie dolls Already? from this movie coming out. Oh please, it's gonna be huge. Oh dear, come God. on, you're gonna go see it. <laughs> oh, I'll go see it, but because it's, it it promotes if you hate Barbie, you'll love this movie. Pretty much, they make fun <laughs> of it at least. All right, that and more next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. This is evidence uh, of, of Hunter Biden making sex. Excuse me, this is my time. Becoming making of, pornography. Should we be displaying this, Mr. Chairman? God love her. I mean, and I'm with you. You may not be a fan all the time of Marjorie Taylor Greene, but she's got the guts to do something like that. This uh, whistleblower hearing had its comical moments. So you go down to the printing and shipping department at the house chamber right and you say blow these up okay i've got these three <laughs> files i'd like this done here to give me a graph on that uh, one and this one i what's your biggest size poster board well we have this okay i want that on this picture i i wonder who she had to pay though to get him done she she it's her turn she reaches down <laughs> she holds up this giant poster board and it was it was a nasty yeah. graphic photo of hunter biden with a prostitute yeah and she goes i'd like to submit this in evidence <laughs> and they're like it's pornographic uh, the, the guy you heard there was Jamie Baskin, the Democrat. He was all up in arms. Okay, wait on, strike that for the record. There was another Democrat went nuts and had a had a speech, you know, during his time. And he took it, he ripped it up like Nancy Pelosi ripped up Trump's, you know, State oh, yeah. of the Union yeah. uh, address. And this is this is all nonsense that we're here. We should be going after the former president. I'm like, Sit My down. God, yeah, okay, no, nothing there. Here are the uh, here's whistleblower number one. We already had heard from this guy, Gary Shapley. Prosecutors concealed contents of Hunter Biden's laptop from investigators. DOJ slow walk steps to include interviews, serving document requests, and executing search warrants. Here's the new guy. They had to finally reveal his identity yesterday. It is Joseph Ziegler. Assigned prosecutors did not appear to follow the normal investigative process, slow walk the investigation, and put, pla- put in place unnecessary approvals and roadblocks from effectively and, in- and efficiently investigating the case. They squashed it, wow. and they were threatened. Yeah, they said that the, the guy that was eventually in charge, who they say, this U.S. US attorney, David Weiss, he brought in a room full of people that were supporters of the Bidens and said, took a vote and said, should we continue investigating? And he, they're like, what are you, you nuts? Why would you ask a bunch of people who are supporting this guy? And they all, of course, said no. 
So the Department of Justice it said, well, we need to concentrate. And it wasn't put just like, oh, should we go after Hunter Biden and the president? It was like, you know, we have this information, but, you know, we also have this going on over here with all these tax evaders and this over here with the former president. So which way do you think we should go? Of course, they're going to say go the other way. Of course they are. And the timing's very important. Of course, this is leading into, this is 2020, leading into the election. This would have mm-hmm. changed millions of votes. And you know what Ziegler said after it? The final number? And these are IRS whistleblowers. They were in charge of the case. They saw all of the files. What did Joe Biden, what did all the Bidens profit from selling his access to these foreign foreign companies to uh, his his access to the White House? A million dollars. $17 million oh my they God. profited. There's, there was an income of $17 million that they got. And they identified, both of them identified, point blank, that the big guy was referring to Joe Biden. 10% for the big guy. Wow. <laughs> so Joe made all that <laughs> money. so crooked. Did he pay all the taxes? Because uh, Hunter took the fall for that. Oh. And then that's what they were trying to say. Oh, yeah. Well, Hunter Biden is pleaded guilty to tax evasion for three years. Yeah, you dropped it down to a misdemeanor charge. Anybody else would be in federal prison. It's they're so crooked. Like, and I'll tell you this. OK, as bad as the Democrats have been to, you know, inside the three letter agencies and squashing this and all this stuff and them in the hearing yesterday. You know, who's worse if these useless, lazy Republicans do nothing. They have everything they need now. That's so true. To start indicting people, start an impeachment process. If they sit on this and do nothing, they're worse. Well, you know, hopefully they'll do it and they'll drag it out through the entire election process. You know, this this will be the reason they get rid of Joe and they bring in Gavin Newsom. Probably. You know. I mean, so. they're talking about this and all the details, and they've talked to that Shapley guy on, uh, was it Catherine Herridge is her name on CBS? Right. So they're, they're talking about it. I don't know. It's interesting. They're so crooked. But it's like, you know, what's his name? Uh, Kevin McCarthy said yesterday, well, we have to get a special prosecutor. Uh, okay, well, get your special investigator and get going. Yeah, hurry up, You Kev. know, how long are you going to take for this? You should have had this done months ago. They've got no excuse now. But to think it's been going on this long, three years, and they just sandbag it. Well, coming up for the weekend, actually, it's out now, isn't it? That Barbie movie is expected to be massive, so you can't really escape it. And now, the National Air and Space Museum is showing off its two new astronaut Barbies, Jen. Here's another thing for you to buy for Nora. They were... They were donated after returning from the International Space Station. They were up there. Oh, wow. She went to space? They've traveled more than we have. Wow, look at that. It's part of a mission to encourage young girls to pursue careers in space, and now they are uh, now they have little space uniforms. All right. Today is, the, by the way, the anniversary of Neil Armstrong. One small step for man. Yeah. One what, giant step for mankind. Right? Boy, I follow Buzz Aldrin on Twitter, as uh-huh. we all should, because he's awesome. Yeah, he, he has no filter. No, none. None. Oh, he's been he's, all excited, though. He's all man syndrome, old man syndrome. He doesn't care. <laughs> he's, all, he's been all excited about the uh, the anniversary of the launch. Yeah, but no one ever talks about it. Isn't that know. amazing how quickly... Well, look, at SpaceX puts you know missiles up every day. He's craft up... Uh, last night, they went up again out of California. And no one cares. No, he's... Yeah, I don't care. It's, every, it's everyday news. What else is going on? Speaking of news, rapid fire coming up in just minutes. Stick around for that. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. Let's catch you up on everything going on before you see people at work and you can talk about it. Jen, what's going on? Well, we have not talked about dear old Rex Hewerman today. And you say, who's he? He is the suspected Gilgo Beach serial murder. Boy, everybody else is talking about him, though. Everybody's got a story. 
It's amazing. How many how many people over the past 20 years he's run into? You have a former cop who yeah. said he was stalked by uh, after they had an altercation. Yeah. They have every neighbor that's ever lived anywhere in the neighborhood said he was creepy and everyone thought he was creepy, especially their wives. Other people said they work with him and he was the greatest guy in the world. This is the case of his family. His wife found out that her husband was the suspect as a serial killer when the FBI showed up at the front door. Really? That's when she found out. She filed. They showed her yesterday walking away from the lawyer's off the attorney's office. She finally filed for divorce yesterday. We, she had uh, no idea. We all wondered about the wow. family. You know, how she his son was kind looks, of clueless. He was out of town a lot. I guess it was his steps his son, his stepdaughter, because he and the wife, but the son looks just like him. Big huge kid. And then the, there was the daughter and then the wife. And, and you could tell they, they're just devastated. How do you find out somebody knocks on your front door and says, oh, your husband's an alleged serial killer? Yeah, that's that's pretty rough. You know, and you have no idea. And then you think of all the ramifications. Why didn't he kill us? And it, yeah, you completely, know, completely different life. But it's strange, though. This guy's an architect that obviously had a lot of money, a Manhattan office, at his own, well... I think a consulting firm business? I think it was, yeah. All the employees said he was impeccable. Impeccable. Incredibly neat. You look at this house, it's the absolute opposite of neat. Really? And by the way, it's a dump. They, they impounded his old avalanche yesterday, yeah. which had been painted red. And it was at his brother's house in South Carolina. But he also owns, this Hewerman owns, Rex owns the lots next to his brother's house. Mm, and right. all the neighbors say the brother's crazy. He's like a, he just, just never comes out. It's it's he's like the whole family's concerned. Now, did you hear the escort that survived story? This woman, oh, she's no. coming out with survivor's guilt now, saying she says in 2015 I was a drug addict, a meth addict, and I had been with him on a date. And he, she said, you know, according to her, she says he starts talking about the Long Island serial killer story. How much you know about it? Have you heard about it? And he, you know, and he, she said it was so creepy. It sounded like he was looking for some sort of a like acknowledgement when she he right. was talking about it wow. and she she didn't go to the hotel room with him that's nope. the one right bailed. And she, she, got a, she got away from him wow. and she said you know my guilt now is that I didn't alert the cops she, she said but I was in such a state they wouldn't have believed me yeah. yeah and unfortunately that may have been the case with all these other women unfortunately Yeesh. yeah he's just creepy here's Wild another story. crazy story is this a new Jussie Smollett oh. police in Hoover Alabama have revealed some new details about that woman who went missing after s- reported a toddler walking alone on the Alabama highway. Yeah. Then she reappears unharmed two days later, and they never did see any little kid in danger. She's cuckoo. Uh, the police chief in Hoover said they were getting to the bottom of Carly Russell's disappearance. They think she made everything up. Every what? last bit of it. What did they say? Some of the things she searched for on her phone. Like oh, the, there's all uh, kinds of the stuff. The hours before she disappeared and yeah. allegedly got kidnapped by the, the trucker that stopped while yeah. she was on the side of the road, she searched for the movie Taken. She, she searched for that. <laughs> That's right. She also looked up times for a bus location and information on Amber Alerts Oh, before okay. starting all this. What drives somebody to do something I, like this? I don't this? know. I mean, you remember we had the story a couple days ago when people were saying, hey, this woman was missing yeah. and she had right. these bizarre reports and everything once they found her. And we we said, this doesn't add up. Something sounds weird here. And, well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, she's cuckoo for Cocoa I, I think Now, remember, this isn't like state police in Alabama. This is the Hoover, Alabama Police Department. Right. And they're, they're probably going to look back. This costs a lot of resources for overtime. 
They're probably yeah, going to charge kidding. her however they can. True. Well, I mean, how do you charge somebody when they find out that she's mentally incapacitated? I don't know. That's the thing. So I think this is a feel-good story. I think so. You think? It's pretty crazy, <laughs> nonetheless. I think we need one. We definitely need one. You guys may have seen this already, maybe in the uh, in, in, in passing, but this woman in New Jersey, they had to do a surgery on her to re- remove a brain tumor. Oh, jeez. Now, I thought you said this is a good move. This is a good story. Hold on. Now, it wasn't cancerous. And we're out of time. <laughs> Moving on, Nick. <laughs> oh, God. Hold on. I'll get to it. Jeez. It wasn't cancerous, but what was happening was is that it was causing her to have seizures, and she couldn't understand why she was having seizures over, like, the past year. Well, they found out that she uh, had this brain tumor, and obviously she elected to have it removed, but they told her, you have to stay awake, and you have to talk and everything while we do this. Don't you remember Hannibal? Well, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's the. Best. I asked my brother. You yeah. can do that, you know. Yeah. You can, and she did. So while they did the surgery, she ended up singing songs because they said, "Well, what do you like to do? Like, what do you want to talk about?" She's like, "Well, I like singing karaoke." So they said, "Sing," and she sang "Sweet Caroline" and all the music from <laughs> oh, Moana. Isn't that funny. She's that's like, hysterical. I did a pretty, like my own concert while they removed this brain tumor. <laughs> Remember the guy? It was it might have been a woman. I don't know. It was another patient. Was a like a concert violinist. That's yeah, she, right. Yeah, she was and, playing. And yes. she played the violin while they did the same thing. Isn't that Incredible. fascinating how that wow. can work? No, thank you. I know. And, and they're moving, well, and they have to keep the head still. So. Right. Oh, oh my goodness. And she's okay. She's okay. They said they still have to do some radiation and things like that That's to get amazing. rid of the other pieces, but she's gonna be fine. That's wow. incredible. Yeah. All right. See? Well, it turned out well. <laughs> it, it did. <laughs> Diener, you brought this up off the air. I am gonna follow up. Vanna White has negotiated her deal with Wheel of Fortune. Good. But only the celebrity version of Wheel of Fortune, oh. not the syndicated show. And rumor has it, Sony ain't bargaining with her. Uh, apparently, uh, she wanted 50% of whatever Pat Sajak was she making. Sh- they should do that. Uh, they've settled, apparently, for $100,000 an episode. But she wants more. And they're saying that they're not going to give it to her. So oh, that's a shame. How, how I can't, I can't that? watch that thing with just uh, Seacrest. Yeah, well, either am I. I don't think anybody's going to watch it. It's going to turn out like Jeopardy. She's been on that show for 40 years. She is an institution along with Pat Sajak. I, How can they not pay her? And if I, you want to well, keep some consistency, they should really bring her back. Right. Well, they're saying now because of the writer strike and this, the, the, the oh. actor strike, it's all on hold. But uh, the rumor is that uh, Sony is not going to bargain. God, writers. Writer strike for Wheel of Fortune. Pat Sajak could have been like, I'll write the questions. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Sony. Give Vanna what she needs. Oh, God. Unbelievable. All right, we've got uh, varying reports now, but either way, it's good news. So this Sound of Freedom movie that has, uh, you know, it's exposing the disgusting human problem of human trafficking. Some reports, Fox added that it's made, cleared, as much as $85 million so That's far. That's awesome. Uh, the site called Election Wizard says $100 million. There the mo- might be the discrepancy. It, it made it cost $15 million to make. Oh, okay. Fox might be saying it's 85 in profit. Does the money go to his organization? I hope so. Is that isn't it yeah. Tim Bullard? Is that his name? Isn't Ballard, it yeah. Ballard? Doesn't it go? I think maybe it goes to his organization. I, at least a portion of it. They've had yeah, a lot well, of yeah. free showings of this thing. Then that Angel Studio is giving away tickets on social media, so it probably could have made more. One of the free showings last night, by the way, was at Bedminster, Trump's New Jersey place. Wow. They had some high-profile people, including uh, Jim Caviezel, star yeah. of it. He was there. Tim Ballard and uh, the director of this thing. I think Carrie Lake was there too. Holy I'm, cow. I'm so happy this movie 
is doing well. It's really, it's honestly, I was going to sound cheesy, but it's like an answer to prayer for a lot of people that this oh, movie yeah. is getting noticed. Oh, absolutely it is. The way that it is, because this message needed to get out there. There's so many people who don't know that this stuff goes on, that not only human trafficking aspect of it, but the child trafficking. It's a multi-billion dollar industry, oh, and it's absolutely evil. Jim, take this for what it's worth, but Jim Caviezel did a video yesterday, apparently probably before the showing at uh, Bedminster. He said... The CIA is going to have to kill me to get me to stop talking about this. Yeah. Wow. Because he's saying the CIA is has like a huge part in it. And, you know, they have these pedophile rings. Yikes. That's like what he the says. Hollywood one? Yeah. Wow. That's what he says. And he yeah, straight up said they have to kill me. Everybody who said it, happen. you said it. What's the word that people come out of it? What are they saying that this thing? Uh, impactful. Impactful. Yeah. Good. Okay, you better be impactful and have a good story over there, son. I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna walk us out here with some controversy. Oh, Nick Saban, oh. head coach of Alabama, of course, football. Roll Tide. That's him. They had SEC media days this week. That's right. College football is creeping up on us, guys. They're having media days with all the conferences this week, and SEC was yesterday. And Nick Saban had some controversy. What did he say? Someone asked him what his favorite cake was. Because he was talking about cake at one point. He's making an analogy about his this cake his grandmother used to make. He said a Buckeye cake. No, oh. no. <laughs> he said his favorite cake, carrot cake. Okay. And a lot of people were saying, really? Like, this, that, that, out of all the cakes, that's your favorite cake? Stirred up a lot of controversy. He's a weird dude. A lot of problems. Great why? coach. Because it's dude. orange? I, 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 why is there controversy? I personally would not put carrot cake in my top ten. Well, not when you're talking about your, uh, all Just the saying. choices available to you. No. Exactly. He didn't say chocolate cake with white frosting? No. See, I See? Back yes. Carrot cake out. doesn't even crack my top ten. I thought he was going to say, I don't eat cake. I love time for that. We're working <laughs> on defensive strategies. and uh, we got a lot of, we got a lot of returning, <laughs> gotta, uh, returning seniors this year. we got to Georgia this true. year. Yeah. Yeah. At, least, yeah. at least he did answer the question about a cake. <laughs> no. So there is that. God. Carrot cake, huh? Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Not for me. Okay. All right. <laughs> Coming up next, you can't escape this Barbie thing. The Barbie hype is fully underway. Speaking of movies, it's expected to be huge this weekend. Right. But Jen has all kinds of Barbie dolls from her two daughters lying around. They may be worth money. Really? Maybe. <gasps> Our Consumer Reports expert, John Matarese, he's coming in next to tell us about that. All right. And uh, we'll have more with him next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Well, obviously, as we get closer to the weekend, two major movies. In fact, I think a lot of people are saying they want to see both. It's Barbie and Oppenheimer. But, Jen, I think all those years of collecting Barbie dolls are going to pay off for you there, kid. There you go. Yeah, all the Barbies ought to be headed, Jimmy. I don't oh, know about that. no. But apparently, if you have Barbies, some of them are worth a lot of money. Our Consumer Reports expert, John Matarese, do they still have to be in a box, though? Uh, they pretty much <laughs> and, you know, if you gave it the Sid from Toy Story treatment, <laughs> yeah. worth that's right. Okay, I'm in trouble. That Never means mind. You cut, you cut the hair, you cut the head mm-hmm. off, you put the head back on backwards, you put lipstick all over it. Uh, it's <laughs> all worth nothing. Uh, and people are, you know, they're all buzzing because the movie's coming out and everybody's excited about it and going to see it. And uh, it's actually getting good reviews. At first, I'm like, ah, Barbie movie. And down here, it's getting good reviews. That's great. Um, and people are wondering, what about my dolls? I've got a collection of old Barbies. So we went to a couple of uh, doll experts, including Dr. Lori. She's like this nationally known appraiser. She's on, uh, oh, History Channel and uh, a lot of shows on, on cable. It's great. And what she's saying is you want the Barbies that look like 
Barbie and Ken in the movie. And that's the 90s look. If right. you look at, at trailers for the movie, it's that big, bright, blonde hair and the bangs and bright colored clothing. That's the key. Those are the 90s Barbies. Uh, they say the 60s Barbies, the 70s Barbies, not so much because they don't look like the movie. The movie has that 1990s feel to it, and those are the dolls that are going up in value. And, Jen, you made a good good point. If it's in the box and pretty much unmolested by you when you were younger, <laughs> it might be worth something. Really? What kind of money do you think we're talking about? Just to put you on the spot here, ballpark, what do you think? Yeah, well, unless it's one of these super, super rare ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of them are in the uh, $30, $40, 50 range, maybe 100 yeah. Nice. That's so nice. That's, that's hundred bucks. Hundred bucks isn't bad. Okay, and, and they're going up because of the movie. Okay, and not that any of you ever doll shop, but you, you know, Bill had daughters, and they're older now. But when yeah. they were little, if you were anywhere near when they released that stupid Christmas Barbie doll, oh, that was huge. Oh, I remember that. Oh no, it would be oh, women no. would fight you for that thing. Oh, I have bad news for you. The bad news is the holiday Barbies are worthless. Are really? They really? Unbelievable. Huh. And, and here's why. Because they would make a million of them a year every Christmas. You know, the 2005 Holiday Barbie. We had a a woman uh, show us the 2006 Holiday Barbie, complete in the box, never opened. The problem is nobody ever opened the Holiday Barbie. Uh, Every mom told their daughter, oh, save the Holiday Barbie. It's going to become a collector item. And there's so many millions of Holiday Barbies that, unfortunately, most of those sell for around 10 bucks. Really? Wow, I got, for I got holiday Barbie in the box. And I got pushed out of the way for one of those oh, stupid things. Oh, yeah, you had things. to fight with it. Yeah, yeah it was absolutely. nuts. Wow, okay. See, now I wish well, I could. nobody ever, no one ever played with them, and there's no, uh, there's just too many. You know, supply and demand, and there's such supply of holiday Barbies, they're, they're, they're just worth 10 bucks. See, I wish my mom didn't throw up my old G.I. Joes that used to go see the Barbie Beach House from the little R&R. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've I got. Know, I think of all the hot, the Hot Wheels cars. I oh used yeah, to have. Oh, I know. Yeah. They had some great yeah. stuff. Anyway, uh, back to school is uh, right around the corner as well. From most of the country, what should you buy now? Because obviously, you want to save some money, and while it's in supply, or, or is there anything you should really wait on for back to school supplies, John? Yeah, we talked to some experts about that, and they're saying get out now, hit the sales, go to Target, get to Walmart. Hit the sales, and you're going to find even, you know, public sales uh, 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 folders and pens and papers. You want to get those items that are marked down to a dollar. I mean, Elmer's glue for 50 cents. I mean, it's amazing. You can get some great deals. So get out there now and snap that stuff up, especially the backpacks, because they'll be gone. The cool ones will be gone. You know, your kid wants a Mario backpack. You're not going to find that in three weeks. (laughs) So go out and get the cool stuff now. Get the, the supplies right now. The one thing you want to hold off on is the clothing, because fall clothing is not really on sale. It doesn't go on sale until Labor Day. So basically, yeah, it's 96 degrees and humid out. Why do you have to buy fall clothing, you know? So true. Hold off on the fall clothing. Let them wear the summer clothes into September, and uh, then you can start shopping those Labor Day sales to get the clothing on sale. There you go. Bill, you can run and go get your uh, backpack now before the kids buy them all. (laughs) My Mario backpack. That's right. right. All right. All right, John. Sounds good to us. All kinds of things going on. If you're going out to uh, the movies this weekend, you enjoy it as well. But all of these stories uh, are going to be featured on our Don't Waste Your Money Consumer Reports and our news partner, WPTV. But, John Metteris, all over social media, where do we find you there? 
Yeah, John Matarese Money on Facebook and on Instagram. John Matarese on Twitter for a daily consumer alert. Well, that's awesome. We'll talk to you in a week.